Greetings, everyone. This is Christopher Messina coming to you from the Messy Time studio, joined as ever by my ebullient, informative, and enlightening co-host James Langer. James, how you doing? I am doing absolutely wonderfully. That's great. As I'm I always self- am in your presence because I always learn something. So <laughs> I just am so excited for this episode. There you go. I myself am on, am jazzed up on that kind of energy you get from a combination of uh, a lightning strike in a near miss by a truck rumbling by you at 80 miles an hour that like you can feel your nose hairs blow when it goes by. Like that close. Oh, goodness. Um, I managed to stomach, I think it was, eight minutes of the vice presidential debate, um, and I felt I was either going to start hurling stones at the screen, or I would switch over, switch over to something more uh, enlightening and intelligent, like Lucifer. So, um, <laughs> what were your thoughts? Well, you know, here's my here's my main thought. Um, now, I, I, I've been told for four years that Orange Man Bed is a proto <laughs> proto dictator in the making, and and, and at any moment. At any moment, the jackbooted thugs are going to kind of enforce his orange-haired will. Um, uh, he's really if, he, if he's a dictator, he's like the sneakiest one on the planet because uh, whenever judges rule against him, his administration goes along with it. So he's playing the devious dictator long game, clearly. Uh, so in general, we at Messy Times are perfectly happy to have level-headed discussions about policy differences, right? Yep. You can have intelligent discussion about whether you think a higher level of marginal taxation uh, in support of a more robust safety net is a better long-term way to guarantee security for an economy or take a kind of Hong Kong-esque 15% flat tax income tax approach right. to the world to, to generate prosperity. Um, and hopefully there's going to be room across all strata of society for there to be you know bountiful wealth for some and at least uh, adequate food and shelter and housing for others, right? That's, that's a policy debate. Yes. We're happy to have that. What what we find so distressing uh, is, and there's no other word for it, um, the simultaneously incredibly stupid set of assertions that are both stupid <laughs> to assert and assume that the American people are dumber than they are. Right. And so the reason I bring that up in the context of the debate between Kamala and Mike was that uh, Kamala started off and reminding everyone why she lost the primary in the first place, started off with this incoherent rant about, you know, Orange Man Bad knew about the, the, the deadliness of this virus in January. And he didn't tell anyone. And that comes from um, Woodward's lying book, uh, which he should have known better at the time. Right. But anyway, so Orange Man Bed, who was excoriated in early January for being a xenophobe by, oh, who was it? Oh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi for shutting down all air traffic from China, where the Wuhan virus originated. Um, so he was excoriated then for being a reactionary uh, xenophobe. Um, of course, that's all conveniently forgotten now. Um, but then somehow, because Woodward... You know, aging uh, uh, along with his you know, formerly drunk uh, Watergate cohort, Carl Bernstein, who was kind of, frankly, smarter when he was drunk. So, you know, <laughs> t- tip to you, Carl. Stop saving money on booze. Um, wrote in his, his idiotic book, you know, you know the, the book of Trump haters, uh, the book Shells of Trump haters, must be groaning under the weight of, you know, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of pages of, you know, I can only guess page turners that make TDS sufferers weak at the knees. See, I told you he's a dick. Here's why. Page 48. Anyway, (laughs) 
But the best part of this was, A, a virus, which, you know, by the way, is a virus uh, and is uncontrollable by humans. Um, somehow, magically, that's become Orange Man Bad's fault. Right. That somehow this is Trump's virus, uh, oddly. Uh, but Kamala, when saying she looked right at the screen and she looked at me, the valuable American voter that she desperately wants on her side, and said, just imagine if you had known what the president knew on January 28th. You could have stocked up on toilet paper for your family. That's when I turned the TV off. Right. right? That's, 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 that's the solution. Like, had I known that there was going to be a run on toilet paper in a month, I would have gone and participated on a run on toilet paper a month earlier. I don't quite know what point <laughs> she was making there. Um, right. But that seemed to be really important. And clearly her debate team had like field tested that as, a, as an interesting point. Uh, so she lost me there, and I and I tuned out. Uh, but you know, the main major headache, as we've dis- discussed here uh, a few times, is the current ahistorical understanding of humankind's interaction with the natural world. Right? Viruses right. have always appeared. Bacteria have always right. appeared. Some are more brilliant than others. Some are not. We try to make mitigating circumstances. Um, but we covered on an earlier episode uh, the, the religious phenomenon of people who chant, follow the science, uh, <laughs> and how that had nothing to do with actually following science, um, but was merely a sort of shorthand for a grab bag of bizarre Marxist ideas. Um, have you seen any developments since then that would, that would lend a glimmer of joy and hope to those of us who are distressed by the fact that we missed out on the run on toilet paper? Uh, I sure have, but actually I wanted to go back really and make a very quick point about uh, the debates that I found fascinating because once again, Christopher and I are doing the very difficult job of sifting through uh, the BS that's put out by the media and bringing you the facts of what is happening in this country. And when I, re- when I was reading through all of the different news sources and, and lead up to the debate, last night and how important this was and these major topical discussions and corona and taxes and the economy and race relations just you know this is going to be a a monumentous important discussion and then i look today and story number one almost across the the board is about a fly that landed on mike pence's head this is what the media is literally talking about, the humor of a fly landing on Mike Pence's head. Not what they talked about, not what they debated, nothing about the economy, but this fly. So it just give, goes to show you how absolutely ridiculous uh, the American media has become. So back to your other question. There has been something very interesting that has come to light recently, which is something called the Great Barrington declaration which um, Ah. you were kind enough to enlighten me upon the wisdom that is put forth in this declaration and it's really and these are some of the top epidemiologists around the world there's uh, a few hundred of them that have signed this declaration and put forth this declaration and what they talk about once again if you're talking about following the science this is true science and they're talking about a topic that Christopher and I have discussed in in earlier um, episodes, which is the collateral effects of shutting down the economy and the virus um, long term on on individuals throughout the world. 
Absolutely, and I appreciate that. Our listeners will put this in the in the uh, show description at gbdeclaration.org. Go there. Uh, you you can review it. We'll actually read it very briefly because I think it's important. Yep. The Great Barrington Declaration, first off, is signed by, and they break it down to three categories, medical and public health scientists. Yes. Thus far, 4,794 of those have signed this. Medical practitioners, what we'd call doctors in, in, in regular guy speak, uh, is 9,038 doctors have signed this. And the general public, that'd be schmoes like you and me, 125,586, of which I am proudly one, as, as I believe you are, James. Yes. The Great Barrington Declaration says this. There's a lot to it, but I'm just going to read the first few sentences. As infectious disease epidemiologists and public health scientists, we have grave concerns about the damaging physical and mental health impacts of the prevailing COVID-19 policies and recommend an approach we call focused protection. Coming from both the left and right and around the world, we have devoted our careers to protecting people. Current lockdown policies are producing devastating effects on short and long-term public health. The results, to name a few, include lower childhood vaccination rates, worsening cardiovascular disease outcomes, fewer cancer screenings and deteriorating mental health, leading to greater excess mortality in years to come, with the working class and younger members of society carrying the heaviest burden. Keeping students out of school is a grave injustice. Keeping these measures in place until a vaccine is available will cause irreparable damage with the underprivileged disproportionately harmed. Fortunately, our understanding of the virus is growing. We know that vulnerability to death from COVID-19 is more than a thousandfold higher in the old and infirm than the young. Indeed, for children, COVID-19 is less dangerous than many other harms, including influenza. As immunity builds in the population, the risk of infection to all, including the vulnerable, falls. We know that all populations will eventually reach herd immunity. That is the point at which the rate of new infections is stable and that this can be assisted by, but is not dependent upon, a vaccine. Our goal, therefore, should be to minimize mortality and social harm until we reach herd immunity. I wish, James, that you and I had written it. Um, It sounds like we did, actually. It sounds like we did it. You know what? They can have it. Under under a commons license, they can have it, right? Uh, one of the, uh, in passing, one of the, one of the best definitions I've ever heard of an intelligent person is someone who agrees with you. Uh, and I, I, I will just share um, with, uh, uh, with our audience one of, one of the most proud possessions I have framed in my office, which was an exchange I had with Myron Scholes, the Nobel yes. laureate. University of Chicago event, he had given a talk of some kind. When I got back to my office the next day, I sent him a note um, extolling you know, the virtues of what he had said, and I thought it was really smart, and I shared with him that definition of an intelligent person. He wrote right back, you're a genius. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love so, that. One of the perks of going to the University of Chicago. Exactly. There's hope on the horizon from the Great Barrington Declaration. Uh, on a personal note, you know, I, we've all encountered this, uh, and, and, and I, we've shared with, with our listeners that um, no matter how or who uh, someone says, I know the science, no matter what tone they say it, that's the only way I could hear it anymore. Right. Uh, and on a personal note, I had that preface with someone telling me, well, as a physician, I found the science. Well, right now we've got 
15,000 other, other right. medical predictions and scientists who are also following the science. Right. Uh, and they suggest that these draconian lockdowns are insane and need to end. Uh, James, do you have any, anything else? Uh, no, on, on no I think you uh, summarized this very, very well. I think we can we can provide a link on our website, which is www.messytimes.show. Um, so you can find the link there. And then we can also provide it on our tri- Twitter feed, which is... Messy Time Show. Messy Time Show, exactly. Sorry, just wanted to give you a little bit more airtime. And um, <laughs> yes, which I what, desperately need. Once again, I feel that anybody that is actually following the science needs to read this declaration. It's very important, extraordinarily well written. And with that, once again, turn off the news and turn on Messy Times. And don't forget to sign the Great Barrington Declaration. Absolutely.